The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian, and with me this week is the cat. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. And we also have Michelle with us as well. Hello, everyone. How, how, how's, all, how's all? All good? Yeah. Good. Yes. I hope, hopefully, well, as good as we can be, considering, you know, the world's on fire. Which, funnily <laughs> enough, somebody bitched about Bill Nye... Uh, you know, you know his 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 whole his whole uh, curse laden thing on John Oliver. You know, the world's on fucking fire. You know, and yeah. somebody was somebody saw him. You know, light the world on fire, and then he like kind of blew at it a little bit, and it'd be like, "Well, you just you blow it out. The world's on a fire." And it's like, okay, either this person is really stupid, really trying to troll, <laughs> or they just don't understand fucking metaphors. It could be all three. I don't know. Just oh my like, god! We, people do struggle yes, with metaphor. Yeah. I, because blowing up the world is such an easy task. Yeah. <laughs> just blowing up the world is one. That's thing. easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've got that down. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but oh goddamn. Oh. So, so yeah, I do, I do have a thing. I do have a couple of things. I forgot to bring them up on the last show because well, two hundredth show, so of course <laughs> I'd forget some things. But uh, from the pre- from a previous show that we had done, we had talked about a news story out of Florida because, of course, Florida, where the guy got arrested for having the sticker. Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. Turns out the sticker says "I eat ass," so I was wrong about what it said. Uh, yeah. And an update to that one: charges were dropped, and this 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 is about a month old almost at this point as we're recording it. But you know, that's how long it took for us to get here. <laughs> Just things and stuff <laughs> happened. Um, the charges were dropped, and as as of my knowledge, as of, as of this recording, a lawsuit is likely to ensue. Because, Yay! yeah, regardless of anything else, that's definitely a First Amendment violation. It's like, it's like <laughs> I eat ass. Oh well, you know, fuck it. You don't like it? Tough mm-hmm. shit. And if a kid, and if a kid, you know what? Okay, with this particular sticker, if a kid looks up to his mom and says, "What does that mean?" The mother can say, "Well, he eats donkeys." Yeah. So yeah. you have that. It's, it's weird, but you know. Yeah, people. Hey, people around the world have eaten weirder stuff than that. And you know what? It would have been hard to explain if it was written in English. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, because you, you, you can't hand wave ass as being a donkey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> for for those who don't know, it's spelled A R S E. Most people, yep. li- most people listening probably would get that, but. For those who don't, I, I like I like yeah. to include as much as I can, and hey, that's fair. That's fair. And and there's and speaking of British spellings, uh, I mentioned we we talked about Armored Skeptic, and I me- mentioned that he was a far right leaning guy. Apparently, he's a centrist, mm. which huh. may or may not be worse. I don't know yet. <laughs> there are some things. There are some things that it's okay to be center on. Sure. You know, mm. but when it comes to things like whether or not we should keep kids in cages, or whether or not gay people should have rights, or whether or not you know we should have small arsenals each to a man, uh, that like it's a little skewed for me. 
Just a little bit. Yep. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I do have I do have a, a thing I want to share before we get into the actual news news. But before we do that, mm-hmm. Kat, how, how have you been the past few weeks? Oh, you know, alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been you know like i'd say it's been like a weird couple of weeks but really like the last year has just been a wash in my life mm-hmm. um so like i wasn't there last week because my mom was in the hospital mm-hmm. and uh so i've spent the last two holidays the last two american holidays in the hospital with a oh. with a family member so i'm kind of just like counting down until the next holiday so another oh, family member can go to the hospital uh, the next one is Father's Day. Uh, I'm I'm thinking like a Fourth um, of July. Something that involves a three day weekend. Oh dear. Uh, because uh, my grandmother was in the hospital all over Easter. Ooh. <laughs> my mom was in the hospital for Memorial Day, but Fourth of July is not a three day weekend this year because it's on a Thursday. I think. Yeah. So I might be able to get past that and make it to like September or something. There you go. <laughs> uh, we'll see. And, and then like work is really crazy right now because the girl in my office is going on maternity leave in a week mm-hmm. and I'm picking up a shit ton of her work. I'm picking up like one human being's worth of like a full-time job to add on to my full-time job. Oof. Oh, fun. Um, while I'm getting ready to do the most important thing that I'm supposed to do for my job all year round. Like, for the whole year, I lead up to one thing, and that's going to happen while this girl's on maternity leave. So I'm kind of like... Oh, no. I haven't thrown myself off the building yet, but there are some days. Oh. So if I seem like a huge bitch... It's because one, I'm already a bitch, but then two, it's like just the huge amount of stress that my my like work life is right now. I mean, it's justifiable, uh, definitely justifiable. Uh, yeah, no, no worry, you're out, bitch. Yeah, I won't be able to like go on vacation to like relieve myself of all the stress until like October. Oh damn! Oh, uh, not even not, not even a birthday vacation. That sucks. I might do something like a like a, a day off, like a Friday off, and then do like a long weekend for my birthday. My friends and I are talking about driving out to Chicago and going to Meetsua Marketplace. And if you're from Illinois, you should probably know what Meetsua Marketplace is, and you'll know why I want to go there. Um, so that might happen, but like July is going to be hell. Yeah. August is going to be hell. Start, we just started June, love. I know, I know. Because <laughs> the, the girl in my office is going on maternity leave next week. So I've got one more week of relative, like, like we're, we're in panic mode. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not as bad as it's going to get. Yeah. And then after the week that she's gone, I have to do my big thing at work that I'm going to spend a week on. And then after that, it's it's all like, okay, just normal. It should be just like a new normal. But up until that big thing, that week of hell for me is over, I'm just like mega stressed. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, anyway, that's my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and of course, the summer months. The last couple of time, uh, well, I say the last time I got 
working with a trucking company was during the summer. Bear in mind, this was with the one that just let me go back in January, and they have a terminal in, admittedly, northern Alabama, and it was during the summer. No, not 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 fun, not fun at all. Uh, but um, but you know, you get through it. Hot. Uh, and hot, but not hot, hot thing. Oh yeah, very hot. Ugh. <laughs> you know, I could take the heat if we would stop almost getting killed by tornadoes. That that would also be a good thing. Like tornadoes. We've had tornadoes touch down like probably a good fifteen minutes from where I live. Um, a, you know, there was so tornadoes touched down a couple of times a couple of weeks ago here. The one that was just in Jeff City. There was a touchdown in Kansas City. Uh, so the whole of like Missouri, Kansas, and Oklahoma has just been an absolute goddamn storm nightmare. It is like everyday rain. All of my potted plants on my deck are dying because oh. they're too wet. Oof. Oh no. Like, we've had rain, like, almost every single day. It's just been awful. I don't live in Seattle, guys. Yeah. God da- <laughs> or England, I God guess. Goddamn, send some of that down here. Yeah. Maybe it'll cool off a little bit more. You can have it. <laughs> no, it's, it's hot and humid and stormy, oh, and it's just... That's a good point. Ugh. Ugh. And I'm closer to the ocean than you, so it's like, oh. <laughs> uh, but then again, you also have the Mississippi River right there, too, so... We have three rivers. Oh, yeah. Um, we have the Mississippi, the, the Missouri, and the Merrimack. Oh, so, yeah. And, and so what we're, we're having right now is because there's so much flooding. Um, mm. the, the rain won't stop, so it makes the flooding worse. And the river is supposed to crest, and the town of Alton is, is underwater. And, uh, it's you know, it's kind of hell. <coughs> Not as much for me, but um, there's a lot of people who live on the Missouri-Illinois border. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And in order to get from certain places, you kind of need to be able to go over bridges, and those bridges are all closed. Yeah. So it's... The flooding is really bad here, but I understand that flooding is happening in more places than just here. Yeah. uh, Like, a couple levees near one of my work buildings broke. Oh, no. And where there should be, like, fields is just a lake. Oh, shit. There should be, like, farming fields, and it's just a big lake mm. Ew. and um, our wonderful government has decided that they're not going to send anybody in the Midwest aid for all the flooding so of course not glad all these dumbasses voted for they them. barely mm-hmm. okay they barely sent people down here for Hurricane Michael and then Trump came down here yeah. a little while ago and was like oh, everything's fine even though he was at goddamn Pier Park that wasn't hit nearly as hard as Panama City proper because yeah what you said yeah because yeah. to get to Pier Park, which is in Panama City Beach, which is west of actual Panama City, I go through Panama City itself, a little, at least a little bit. And going through there, it's, they're, they're still showing a bunch of damage. The, their local mall, they just gave up on that mall, you know. And and it's just it's, – it's really depressing, honestly. But you go to Panama City Beach, very little has changed. So – and Pier Park, which is basically an outdoor amusement mall place, you know, it's up and fine. In fact, I did a couple of Pokemon Go community days there recently in the past few months. So, so it, it's it's like when Trump went to Puerto Rico and went to the places that were affected the least by their hurricanes and said, oh, everything's fine. And didn't even bother to look out everywhere else that was going through a lot harder shit than fucking... What was it, San Juan or wherever the fuck he was? Ugh. 
because that's how he works. He doesn't look at the entire picture. He's like, okay, do I need to do anything? No. Okay, I'll come down, throw a roll of toilet paper, and then go home and uh, let your imagination go wild. Or don't, because that's really fucking disturbing. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Trump, I do have a thing, and, and, and it does involve him. Um, John Cryer, which is kind of an unfortunate name, but he, he's he's doing the things and he's letting people know. Uh, this is ended up on secondexes.com, which I believe is the site run by George Takei, if I remember right. Cool. And and there he put out a series of tweets talking about things Trump has done that are impeachable offenses. And and that word's getting thrown around and last time I checked, it could be different by the time we're even recording this, Nancy Pelosi is like, you know, she feels like she's kind of dragging her feet a little bit and everybody else is like, no, fucking do it. And yeah. and, and of course there are other people that are like, well, if you, they do it and, then Trump, and, and it doesn't go through, he doesn't get removed or anything because, well, the Senate ain't going to do shit because the Senate's in his pocket. Uh, so, you know, but, you know, he could try and run on that and try and gain more support that way. And it's like, no, here's 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 what I think. And, and maybe maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I won't know until I try it. Do it anyway. <laughs> you know, you, you got <laughs> Democrats, you got the House. There's enough people. He's done. He has done impeachable shit, which we will get into. Impeach the motherfucker. Throw it up there. Mm-hmm. Start the thing. We don't care. Get him the fuck out. He is toxic poison motherfuckery. All right, you know, I'm, I'm, to make a to make it a Pokemon analogy, there is a move called Toxic, and it poisons your opponent's Pokemon. But instead of just regular poison, which is a set amount every turn, Toxic, which is badly poisoned, takes that first set amount and then doubles it, and then doubles it, and then doubles it, and then doubles it. Which is a simplified way of putting it, but that's what Trump is doing. He 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 has turned America into a badly poisoned Pokemon. So. That, 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 that is what he is doing. That is the biggest reason why he needs to get out. Um, but John Cryer put some things, in, like, like I said, in a series of tweets. He put things a little bit more in perspective, including what offenses he has done that are, in fact, impeachable. And you can go ahead and impeach him on. What, whether or not the Senate does shit does not matter. That is on them. That is on the Senate. So, first of all, going, going into the tweets now. First of all, remember that impeachment is a political process, not a criminal one. Impeachable offenses are not necessarily criminal offenses, but abuses of presidential power. Abuses that contradict his oath to uphold the Constitution. Big thing to remember. So, next next tweet. Yesterday, as a, that is May 24th, as of the time these tweets went up, uh, it was reported that Trump inserted himself into the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers bidding process on the border wall to favor a company that is headed by a large GOP donor. This is a subversion of the process and a corrupt abuse of power and an impeachable offense. Because he's putting his thumb on the scale where it doesn't need to be. Because, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but when it comes to like private businesses and everything... Presidents typically have to step back and be more, um, they're supposed to be more, uh, what is the word? Um, 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 I want to say balanced, but that's not the right word I'm looking for, I don't think. Um, neutral? thank you, neutral. You know, as far as, and, and as to my understanding. So, sounds about right. Yeah. 
So he's not he's obviously not doing that. And I know not every president probably has. That doesn't matter. We're talking about Trump. Uh, in April, two outlets confirmed Trump had urged a senior Department of, Department of Homeland Security, I rented this tongue apparently, official to ignore a judge's order and then mentioned his pardon for Judge Arpaio, implying he'd provide a presidential pardon if the official faced legal consequences. This is an abuse of power and an impeachable offense. Mm-hmm. Just days ago, the White House ordered Don McGahn, a former White House counsel, to refuse a congressional subpoena. McGahn is currently a f- private citizen, and Trump has no legal authority to withhold McGahn's presence. This is obstruction of justice and, say it with me, kids, an impeachable an offense. Impeachable offense. <laughs> Uh, in January, just before testimony of Trump's former lawyer, lawyer Michael Cohen, Trump tweeted that Cohen's father-in-law should be investigated. This was clearly a ham-fisted attempt to intimidate Cohen from testifying. This is obstruction of justice, and it is an impeachable offense. Trump's Washington hotel holds a massive conflict of in- hotel rather is a massive massive uh, conflict of interest, as foreign countries, businesses, and lobbyists book extensively while they have business before the president. This is a violation of the Emoluments Clause of the Constitution and an impeachable offense. Every time Trump visits one of his own properties, taxpayer money, that means, well, in our case, mining cats tax tax money, is being paid directly Mm -hmm. to him for security, lodging, expenses, etc. He also benefits greatly as these trips promote his properties. This is a violation of the Domestic Emoluments Clause and a corrupt abuse of power, and, you guessed it, an impeachable offense. Which means he is grifting off of every single one of us who who pay taxes in this country. Every single one of us. He is grifting off the poor. That That's all there is to it. He is grifting, and, and, and I say this with in, in a relative sense. Poor in relative to the, the upper 1%. Everybody else, according to them, is poor. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So... So he's grifting off of all of us. He's he's he was grif- he's grifting off of Cat. He's grifting off of me. He's grifting off of my parents. He's grifting off of your parents. He's grifting off of every citizen in the goddamn United States that pays taxes. <clears throat> and that's not in count. That's not counting the rich people that are outright paying him for his hotel services in Washington. So he he is basically grifting and. Uh, that that's the word of the day grifting apparently uh, <laughs> point being he, he he's a shit uh, this list by no means con- is by no means comprehensive and it omits the 10 incidents of obstruction of justice that are in the Mueller report those same incidences incidents rather that caused over 1,000 former federal prosecutors to sign a statement that Trump would be indicted if he were a private citizen let me repeat that those 10 incidences of obstruction of justice if Trump were a private citizen he would be indicted now anybody who who says well maybe you should wait on the on, on the impeachment no get the fucker impeached if the Senate is not willing to do their job you vote those fuckers out that's simple as that and and if the Democrats don't want to do their job well replace them with other Democrats that will do their job as simple as that, because we don't need Republicans in the in the in the uh, high offices anymore. We just don't. Not not after the last few years. Uh uh-uh. uh 
and that's including Mitch McConnell going back because remember 2016 he didn't want to he didn't want to uh, have the hearing for Merrick Garland for the Supreme Court seat because oh it was a presidential election year. Guess what he would do in 2020? Just take a guess. He would seat the motherfucker. Yep. Because of course, because the GOP their slogan should be "Our rules are not your rules." Fuck you, and bleh, go go get sick and die or something. I don't know. Do as I say, not as I do. That yeah. that's a shorter way of putting it. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Just a question on okay. that. Um, if yeah. If Merrick Garland were to reapply, is that something he can do, or is it like you know one shot deal? I would assume he could, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he would want to, considering Trump would probably just yeet him right out. No, I mean like the next time round, assuming Trump's no longer there next time round. I would again. I would assume maybe. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Somebody let me know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. If you're, if you're Merrick Garland, write the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that would be great if Merrick Garland wrote the show. That would be like, I'd be like, oh, okay. I did not expect that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a serious feather in your wing. Uh, so so do, do either of y'all have any extra thoughts on what I just kind of blasted through there? No, I think you said everything, buddy. <laughs> uh, I do do that sometimes, don't I? Uh, yeah. Uh, so with that, I'm, I'm oh. good too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you you asked her how she was, and and she she told her, and then you went on a rant, and I'm good. Too. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I blame I blame it on my brain, just like oh shiny, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. With that, we are going to go ahead and take our break, and when we come back, we will have our news. See you then. Hey, folks, we'll get back to the show in a moment, but first, I want to tell you about Patreon. Uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube adpocalypse bullshit, and while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help. And if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does, and you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but at some point I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all of these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads, even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads! It's great! Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. Okay, so this particular segment requires a little bit of an introduction. Normally, when we do the little break split or whatever, we take our mo take a few moments, we get a drink of water, we do whatever we need to do, stretch our legs, whatever. Um, and sometimes we'll just BS about whatever. And not usually not stuff that's fit for you know putting into a file or, or anything like that. But this one, this particular case, uh, I realized I had forgotten to bring up the... Uh, the fight over the last abortion provider in Missouri that almost closed down uh, that that was in St. Louis which is where which is where Cat lives so of course she had a lot to say about it 
And by the end of it, I realized, oh, shit, we need to get back to the show. And Kat's like, put it in. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, and I do call it the last abortion provide, I uh, think abortion clinic. And I, I think abortion provider is a little bit more accurate. I'm saying this now. That way you guys understand because this is recorded after the segment, obviously. Um, so, yeah, a uh, little – I was a little erroneous on that one, but abortion provider might be a little bit more accurate. Um, or who knows, maybe both are valid. I'm not sure. But any without any without any further ado, here's this segment, uh, and then we'll get back to the show proper. Uh, enjoy. I think some, some of that has been needing to come out, considering, look, considering last time we didn't really touch on it. I mean, hell, I didn't even – goddamn, I didn't even touch on the, uh, the near – the close call on uh, – the fucking last abortion clinic in Missouri. Oh, don't even get me started. Oh boy. <laughs> what, what? What was that? I, I must have missed it. There's a lot going on right now. Uh, do you want to explain or should I? Uh, it, it's basically that there's one abortion clinic left in the state of Missouri, which is where I live, and yeah. it's it's um it's license to perform abortions was supposed to expire Friday, and they had basically. I think they basically had been denied um, hmm. the the right to renew, and then finally, Ooh. like Friday, a judge intervened and said, "Yeah, we have to keep this place open." Yeah. Oh, good for that judge. Yes. Yeah. So we were like <laughs> saved because I mean, like you could still go across the river to Illinois, but Missouri is a really big state. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's not exactly easy or convenient to go to another state to get an abortion. Yeah, like just See, like just from St. Louis. And bear in mind, this is me mm-hmm. doing a semi at sixty-five miles an hour. That I'm talking speeds here. It takes maybe about four hours to get from St. Louis mm-hmm. to Kansas City, and similar time to get from St. Louis to Joplin, which you know is mm. is which both are the most westernmost points that you can get to on the interstate from St. Louis. And Joplin is right there next to Oklahoma and Arkansas, which may or may not be better, depending on where you go. Um, yeah, I mean, we've still got Illinois, which yeah. is much closer, because yeah. we're right on the Illinois border. But, yeah, but, that, but, um, but to give an idea as how big the state is. Yeah, yeah it's gigantic. Yeah. See, this is... So... Can you only have an abortion at a clinic, or can hospitals do them? I think it depends on where. I'm not even sure. Um, Because I think, based on what I just said about that clinic, I think you have to be licensed. And so I don't think... um, I think it has to be a clinic. Yeah. But why why wouldn't a hospital have a license? I have confused... (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely do not underestimate the number of hospitals in the Midwest that are um, religious-based hospitals. St. Mm. Clair's, St. Anthony's, St. etc., etc. Barnes Jewish Hospital is our big one. Yeah. Um, like, all of them are tied to some sort of religion or another. Not all of them, but a lot of them. So there's a lot of places where... Um, like after you give birth, you can't even have them like tie your tubes mm. because they're a religious hospital. It's so stupid. Yeah. Ugh. The whole thing is like, like if a woman wants to have her tubes tied or 
her uterus tank taken out or whatever, sterilized in some way, shape, or form, she would allow her to do it because I've seen so many stories and some of my friends have gone through this. You know, mm. where the doctor would be like, but you're so young, you may change your mind. It's like, and she's just like, bitch, I ain't changing my mind. Do it. Mm. Yeah, you've got to have like eight kids before they're like, yeah, okay, maybe you're done. Yeah. And and we have enough people on this fucking planet anyway. We don't need to be repopulating. Not everybody isn't fucking quiverful. Yeah. Uh, okay. See, my, my thing is, um, I do want kids it's just never happens what i said before um i'm not sure if cat was here for that one where i said as far as i'm aware i've never been pregnant because you know spontaneous abortion heavy period um but if i were to actually consciously be pregnant then i'd be kind of like yay pregnant baby want you know but it hasn't happened i haven't actively avoided it in fact i've been off the pill for quite a while we just haven't it happens (laughs) yeah having kids just isn't for everybody yeah. and it's it's really fucked up that we live in a country where you know somebody gets to you know somebody in a governmental position gets to use their religion to enforce their religious beliefs on other people flying in the face of science to determine whether or not other people should have to have be forced to have children which is a human rights violation yeah yeah. But apparently, according to them, it's not a human rights violation if they do it because God, 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 God. Yeah, so it's a bunch of politicians who are pandering to the religious right by forcing women to have children because uh, every sperm is sacred, every sperm is good, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll, I, I, uh, All these children are naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, with you know, so it oh god, it's just it's just so fucked up um, yeah. that that we live in a country that doesn't want people to not have children because it continually enforces the idea of women solely as incubators for future mm. generations, and it fails to recognize women as people. Yeah, and if they start going yeah. full Claylaxu, I'm gonna kick somebody. I do not get that reference. It's a Dune thing. <laughs> Basically, oh, okay. Tleilaxu, they're presented as an all-male race because they turn their women into living wombs. Literally. Ooh. Lobotomize them and, and put them up, and, and they use them for cloning. Huh. Is that book or movie? Because I haven't seen book. or read. Well, it's, ah. it's more prominent in the other books than the first one. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> And I've not read or watched The Handmaid's Tale yet either, so I know that's getting thrown around a lot recently. Yeah. From what I understand, women just being brood mirrors for the state. Not good no matter what spin you put on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, carry on. Yeah. Sorry, Kat, you were about to say something? I, w- I was just like, yeah. Because they, like... <sighs> Male politicians don't want women to have rights. They don't want women to speak up. They don't want women to have opinions because they don't let women vote on things related to being a woman. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's very, very clear that they have this ridiculous, idealized version of, like, the 40s or even earlier where, you know, 
two kids, a yard with a white picket fence, a dog, and women stayed at home all day and like were slaves to their husbands. Basically, they don't they don't want women to be seen as people because then they have to um, recognize that they are not all powerful, that they are not always right, you know, and just the number of women in this country who agree with that particular stance is just nauseating. Yeah, just a mm. little bit. Uh, so, all right, let's get back to the show and do the news. <laughs> and we are back from our break. In which, well, you you guys likely heard some of it because I did edit some of it down because it was stuff that was really good that we didn't talk about in the main show. But, you know, Kat was like, yeah, keep it. Put it in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I did. Uh, Yay. But, yeah, and what we talked about there actually kind of ties into our first news story a little bit. Um, if only because it involves, well, offspring a little bit here and there. And this one is mm-hmm. out of Ozark, Alabama, which, for those who don't know, Ozark, Alabama is about a 45-minute to an hour drive from me. So this, this, is, this is pretty close. Ah, investigators are scrambling to determine how many parents may have lost jobs, custody of their children, and more after the owner of an Alabama laboratory was arrested for altering the results of drug and paternity tests. Al.com reports that Ozark, Alabama police officers charged 36-year-old Brandy Mira with two counts of forgery after authorities received evidence that someone had forged the results of two drug tests performed by by ANJ Lab Collections, which is owned by Mira. Now authorities say that the two drug case the two cases rather might just be the tip of the iceberg, alleging that multiple drug screenings may have been changed by Mira. Well, that happens when you have something like this happen. You call into question everything else. I, I, I think we've mm-hmm. seen this in other cases too. Uh, Mira had a contract with Dale County's Department of Human Resources Dependency Court to perform drug and paternity tests on individuals involved in custody cases, but was not involved in criminal cases. The lab company was paid by the individual or reimbursed by DHR if the testee could not afford it, like you do. We have no idea at this time how many people did not get their children back because of Ms. Murrah's alleged fraudulent reports, Dale County District Attorney Kirk, Kirk Adams told the Dothan Eagle, which, by the way, that's also local to me. Uh, in my opinion, in my opinion, all cases affected by Murrah's alleged al- actions must be redone in order to be fair, which, yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Now. While this may sound like a routine case, it highlights the immunity to scrutiny that privilege applies. In 2013, Miro was arrested and subsequently pleaded guilty to five counts of credit card fraud. She was sentenced to three years probation, and yet, somehow, the woman who was actually convicted of fraud was allowed to handle sensitive screenings that determined the futures of entire families. You dropped the ball there, guys. You just dropped the ball. And, and and they are anticipating, to, to kind of sum up the rest of the article, they are anticipating a lot of, of altered tests as they go throughout on this. And <laughs> she's out on $2,000 bond. Just keep her away from the sensitive stuff. Then, you know, I'm not going to balk too much about that one. But 
but holy crap, Alabama, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> well, besides the anti-abortion stance, the anti-woman stance, the anti-person of color stance, the anti-sex worker stance, the anti-drug stance, the anti-everything stance that isn't white male and Christian stance, what the fuck is we wrong with you? We didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, it was always burning since the world's been turning. Very much so. Has anybody updated that song in the last like couple of decades? I I think somebody has. I, I feel like somebody had to have with with YouTube and I the internet been parody being... versions. Mm. I I think there might have been. I haven't looked for a while or, or at them, but there must. Be. I mean, I Billy wants Billy Joel wants to do his own remix version. I'm sure people will be all over that shit, and it'll probably sell really well. Yeah. So, you don't but, have to look far to find the world on fire here. Maybe he should wait until the Trump presidency is over and then write the song because maybe there will be a resolution to the fact that the world was on fucking fire right now. Yeah. Yay, it's equal. But yeah, I should note I should note a couple of things. If if I actually remember to put the uh, links up with, with, with the things, which I've kind of been slipping on lately, but at the same time it's like uh, most people could probably find it on their own too. So I'm, I'm kind of divided on that. But if I remember to actually put it up, uh, when you go in there, the one thing you'll note that it is a white woman doing this. So I am almost mm. willing to bet that she was doing this. You know, she was playing, you know, you know what, what they would essentially say, playing God with these families who she thinks maybe shouldn't be together, whether they're relatives or whether they're just not white people. I don't know. Uh, that, that, and bear in mind, that is pure speculation on my part. I do not know if this is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and the article itself, I actually had to take out a paragraph because they, they made mention of her looks. And I'm like, what does that matter? That, that, that really doesn't nice. matter. Uh, and, and and I'm not going to say anything more than that because then that would kind of shoot myself in the foot. Uh, yeah. So do either of y'all have any, any, uh, any extra thoughts to add on this? We'll start with Kat. Yeah, stop the uh, stop letting people hurt other people. Mm-hmm. You know, we we are a country that looks at red flags and chooses to ignore them because they don't affect us. And if they are hurting people that we consider less than ourselves, then who cares? And this is like that exact situation where there were red flags and they got ignored and we don't know the scope of how much damage that did. Yeah, and yeah. it's going to be a while because it's Alabama and they're slow. <laughs> now, honest, honestly, it would be slow anyway considering the amount of stuff they would have to go through. So uh, that that was an unfair yeah. knock. Um, uh, what about you, Michelle? Uh, two thoughts. Mm-hmm. One, and I don't... This is fair enough. If someone knows lab procedures, um, feel free to make a comment. But Shouldn't there be, like, at least a couple of people and, like, double-checking each other's work? And, you know, there shouldn't just be on one person be doing all this? You, Maybe? I don't you know. You would think, but Ozark is part of rural Alabama. And, and, I, and I do mean uh, rural, as in middle of nowhere. It, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a big enough town to have a McDonald's, but mm-hmm. not big enough to have, like, say, a mall and two major hospitals for the area. That would be Dothan. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So, so it, it, it's 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 like my town, but a little bit bigger. Um, okay. 
Well, my other thought was actually kind of a silly thing. Mm-hmm. Um, have either of you heard of or even seen The British Empire? I uh, have not. British, British sitcom starring Chris Barry. Mm-mm. There is an episode that it's set in a health centre, um, you know, um, like, you know, gym, um, swimming pool, that kind of right. thing. And uh, they they were doing, like, a drug testing. It was, like, a routine thing they had to do for, like, HR or something. And everyone had consented to to give a sample for this thing. Cause they're healthy living people. Why, why should they worry? And the basic thing of the plot was that um, Gordon Britis was bringing people in randomly to say, it's okay, we know you're pregnant. And at one point, they're wrestling, he's wrestling someone because, like, it's okay, I know you're really a woman. You must be really a woman because you're pregnant. You know, you can't be... What had happened is some the secretary had spilt or the, the samples got damaged, corrupted something. I can't remember exactly how. So she was like, Oh well I'm I'm not everyone all my colleagues are probably clean and healthy anyway and I'm I'm pretty sure I'm clean and healthy anyway. So she just refilled them all herself. Oops. And that was a that was the thing, it's like, Yeah, um, you're pregnant. Um, it's been double checked thirteen times. Oh no. <laughs> No, it was it was fine. Um, she was happy with it, and then and it was it, the, the the eventual birth was actually a very sweet episode. But it's like that was kind of what, what was going in my brain. It's like oh, that's like that British ep- episode where the samples she she didn't think there'd be any harm in it because you know people work in a, uh, a leisure centre. You think they're going to be reasonably healthy living anyway. She was healthy living. She's like, you know, why not? And it turns out she found out she was very pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> And it was, it, it was just, I think it was simply just the connection with it being, you know, DNA testing, whatever, whatever the thing was. It's like, ah, oh, that that pinged a memory, and at least, hey, at least it's like silly we can talk about. There you go. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go. What? And also, I do. Re- sorry, and also I do recommend British Empire. It's a lot of fun. Okay, there you go. Uh, so we're gonna go one state south, which is my state. Oh, hello, Florida. Hello, Florida, my old friend. <laughs> and and I want to note a shout out to Skolapendra. I think that's how you pronounce their name in the in the Discord server for sharing this one. And funny thing, they put it behind a uh, a spoiler because they 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 realize I'm ophidiophobic, which I, I appreciate the thought. Oh. the The only thing is, uh, it's when it, when I'm having to look at them like on a screen or or if there's some sort of thing between me and the snake. That's fine. You put a snake right next to me. I will put a hole through a wall trying to get out. <laughs> so I love snakes. Yeah, you can have them. <laughs> I, I used I used to joke with a friend of mine uh, who who had a pet snake at the time. Uh, thankfully, didn't let the snake just run around. It was in like a little aquarium terrarium thing, and she kept it yeah. right next to her bed. And I told her I looked at her and told her, you know, I'm glad I don't sleep with you because it would be my luck. I would I would end up on that side of the bed, roll over. And I would be face to face with that snake, and half of Dothan, Alabama, would be awake. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, we have fun. But this one, yeah. this one is out of Coral Springs, Florida, and as if you couldn't guess, it does involve a snake. Uh, authorities say <laughs> a ball python slithered out of a toilet and bit a South Florida man on the arm. Coral Springs police spokesman Chris Swinson said the man was treated at the scene after the four-foot, 1.2-meter snake bit him when he lifted the toilet seat on Sunday morning. Uh, Previous Sunday, not not just this morning. Uh, We record on Sundays, just to clarify. The snake is Mm non-venomous, so at least he wasn't poisoned. Uh, 
Uh, Swinson told the news outlets the snakes didn't belong to the man, and it was unclear how it got into the apartment. Swinson must not be from around Florida. Because I have lived in Florida on and off since 1995. So I was going into the seventh grade at that point. And I remember hearing stories even back then about reptiles just coming up through the toilet. Freaking the hell out of my mom. Freaking me out a little bit. But we, we eventually got over it. We Well, we kind of had to. Um, not so much here at my house. But we used to have a bargain shop. And, and it was looked a little bit more run down. It was an older building. And that was where a lot of our worries were. Thankfully, it didn't happen to any of us yet. Knock on wood. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. You, so, so Officer, Officer Swenson, you must be new here. Um, <laughs> the uh, Sun Sentinel reports the Coral Springs Humane Society took the snake to a veterinarian's office and it's being treated for scale infection. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, you're swinging around and shit. Uh, over the years, other creatures yeah. have found their ways into toilets in South Florida, including an iguana freed by Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue in March. That's Florida for you. I I, yeah. I, I I run these stories by Becky a lot of times just to kind of get a get a case, get a feel of how I want to talk about it or get her thoughts in it or whatever. I ran this one by her and she was like, you know what? I'm really glad I never had to take a dump in South Florida <laughs> or anywhere or anything else in South Florida. Uh, so, yep. so yeah, I, I am very glad to. Uh, uh, so, Michelle, we're going to start with you. What do you think? Um, all I'm thinking right now is Florida, come for the mouse, stay for the reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, we do have Disney, and I believe I don't remember if Gatorland is still open, but we've had it. If we don't, if we don't still have it. Uh. Um, even I've heard of like the idea of, of things coming up about toys. Um, at work, uh, my old place, um, it was in the, in the boys' loo. Um, there was a rat. Um, poor, this poor little sort of drowned. But yeah, there was a rat on the loose. So, so you know, not only is he must be very new to the thing, but he must be new to the concept of creatures and toilets and sewers. Because yeah, that that's a thing that you know people. How much of it is actually truth, and how much is urban legend could be debated. Mm -hmm. But it's a thing that I've heard of. It's a thing that I'm sure cats heard of. It's like it's a thing that happens, even as even as an urban myth. It, how can you not have heard of it? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, not beyond that, not much. I'm glad the snake and the person are both fine. Yeah, me too. Cat, uh, <laughs> how about you? Yeah, I never want to live in a place like that. <laughs> you, you... I don't really have a problem with snakes, but, um, like, I'd also never move to Australia. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that family is pretty entrenched here and all that and I have a guaranteed place to go I probably wouldn't come back here either but you know <laughs> roots are deep here sadly yeah uh, speak and we're staying in Florida we're coming back up up here to, towards where I live now I live now the county I live in is Jackson County Bay County depending on which way you go is either one or two counties away um, from me personally it's two counties if you live on the other side of Jackson County it's the next county down um mm. Or I should say uh, Central Jackson County, I should say. Because if you go too far to the west, you go straight down. You go to Calhoun County. This has been your North Florida geography lesson for the week. <laughs> uh, so so uh, Bay County, Florida. 
A Florida teacher didn't give her student an F. Instead, she wrote WTF on a paper to signal he would be getting absolutely no credit. Uh, Melinda Smith said she was shocked when her son handed her his science homework with WTF, an acronym containing a swear word written across the top. By the way, it's for what the fuck. Just thought you'd like to know that. I think most people get it, though. Just seeing WTF, what is this? It wasn't anything about not getting the credit. It was more so the language, Smith told the local news, which she called inappropriate and not acceptable. I think for sure he ne she needs to be reprimanded. I believe that something should be placed in her file, Smith continued. The uh, local news reports the teacher does not want to respond publicly to the situation. Uh, Rutherford High School principal Coy Pilsen said they are taking the, the necessary steps to deal with the incident and does not want to release the teacher's name at this time. Once we were notified, I uh, notified the district officials and our HR has been involved and they're currently investigating the situation, Pilsen told local news. He said he has spoken with the teacher regarding appropriate classroom conduct. She was apologetic, and it was a mistake on her part, he said. It is unclear if any action will be taken against the teacher. It sounds to me, and, and the news article itself does have like a video that accompanies it. It sounds to me like mm -hmm. this teacher probably was very frustrated at this point, either by this student or just in general. And she lost control for a moment and was like, what the fuck? And... And, you know, parents don't want their teachers doing anything that's unteacherly. And apparently that includes cursing. Now, would I have done the same thing as this teacher? Probably not. But is it? But does that make it more appropriate? Probably not. <laughs> you know, uh, but it's understandable because teachers are human beings too. You know, every now and then. I mean, I'm sure all of us going through school, we've had a teacher that just, you know, just blew their top, you know, yelled yelled at the students even if the students weren't weren't directly causing anything they just gotta they they they, they have so much pent up aggression and so much pent up bullshit they got to deal with that they just need to let it out and unfortunately if they let it out in the wrong way or the wrong place it could be their job and it's just uh america we hold teachers on a pedestal but we don't want to pay them worth shit cat <laughs> <sighs> what say you I have nothing to contribute. Absolutely nothing. Okay. <laughs> nothing. That happens sometimes. I spaced real hard while you were talking. I was like, he's going, he's going, he's going. Okay. He's going to say all the words by the time he's done. <laughs> well, that is me. Oh. Oh. So how about you, Michelle? So high school. So that's like 15 plus. Yeah. yeah? The kid knows how to swear, but I don't think the teacher should put it on his um, homework. Yeah. Um, I, I think we can agree that despite the fact that teenagers know all the words and probably taught some of the teachers some of the words, especially the acronym parts of the words, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't even say what the kid did wrong or didn't do right. It just, you know, all it says is, is his science work. Yeah. Not even what part of it. I mean... I was kind of half expecting the story to go, oh, because she's a creationist and he was writing about evolution and, you know, it, nothing. Yeah. That I, that did not happen in this story. As far as I know, that is not the situation that happens. That is speculation. That is where I thought this story would go because, well, Florida and America and science. Yeah. And, yeah, and I'm just like, fair. I just like, so we have no information about what the kid did right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Just the fact the teacher wrote what is actually a swear, you know. It, you know, we all know what it means. Yeah. I don't think it's professional to put it on the work, even if the kid probably knows exactly what it means and, and says it themselves. And 
yeah, no, I think there is some kind of professional misconduct happening here, and uh, whatever the school board feels is appropriate should be should be done. Yeah. Uh, even if it turns out the kid is a complete little shit that was winding them up like you know, to no end, there's still professionalism. Yeah. <clears throat> and and so and in the news link itself, there is a video accompanying it, like a lot of these things do. Yeah. And even the video itself doesn't really give any clues. They show like a shot of the assignment, and it's like, okay, um. Yeah, uh, you know, so we don't know, and and yeah, and and I should have I should also clarify that me talking about well, you know, the 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 pressure and the everything else that is speculation on my part, you know, in terms of this yeah. particular teacher, you know, just just to make sure my ass is covered, <laughs> just just saying, yeah. you know, mm. yeah. uh, so we're gonna leave Florida, we're we're actually yeah. gonna leave, and we're gonna go all the way over to the other side of the United States, over to Oregon. Uh, so an Oregon man with a suspected grudge against his local Walmart faces arson charges after authorities say he started a chemical fire inside the store, causing nearly $9 million in damage. So, he did start the fire. Yes, he did. Yes, now we know who he <laughs> Yes, did. it's this guy. Uh, a noxious mix of motor oil and chlorine tablets ignited the blaze in the swimming pool aisle of the Super Center in Lebanon on May 14th, casting plumes of poisonous smoke so thick firefighters needed thermal imaging cameras to see inside the store, court records allege. Holy shit. Oh, wow. The fire prompted more than 100 people to evacuate the Walmart. You mean there was only 100 people inside that thing? Uh, okay. Well, they were all customers. None of them were at the register. Oh, burn. <laughs> wow, good good choice of words there, Gomer. Yeah, okay. The fire prompted them to evacuate the Walmart and other nearby businesses, <laughs> according to fire officials and police. No injuries were reported. So nobody was good. hurt. Good. Um, the smoke, as well as water from the big box store's sprinkler system, wrecked havoc throughout the building, authorities said. They ended up disposing almost all, if not all, the merchandise in the store, said Lebanon Fire District Chief Gordon Sletmo. The damage was dramatic. Ooh, bad last name. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just, wow. Uh, but almost everything in the store. Walmarts are not small. Especially, specifically this Ooh. one, I believe this one is a, yeah, it's a super center. So, it's huge. That's a lot of shit. That's a lot of clothing. That's a lot of CDs, DVDs, Blu-rays, video games, shoes, food. Yep. That's a lot. That's, uh, that is a lot right there. You know, the fire officials pegged the price tag of the chemical place at $8.9 not including lost revenue. It took 10 days for the store to fully reopen, uh, according to Walmart spokesperson uh, Casey Staheli. Staheli. Yeah. Uh, employees were able to keep their hours during that time by cleaning out the store or working at another nearby location. Police arrested Joel Lee Reynolds. Oh, that's the name of the asshole who started the fire of Lebanon two days after the mm -hmm. fire court records show. The Lebanon Police Department said it had multiple previous contacts with the 50-year-old, including in 2018 when he was arrested for theft at Walmart and trespassing at the time. You know, I've heard I have heard that it is easy it's pretty easy to shoplift from Walmart. So if you get caught shoplifting from Walmart, you suck or just had really bad luck. <laughs> so I mean, I mean and, and, and yes, this includes my uncle, who, when I was younger, actually got banned from Walmart for trying to steal a TV. 
Just saying. Actually, this point, the talk does not endorse people No, 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 no. <laughs> Even if they are a multi-billion dollar company that could afford the losses, but then again, they would likely take it out on their workers and everybody else. So, yeah, mm. it, it, it's it's ugh. you got to have the balance there. You got to hit them with yeah. the you got to hit them in the wallet without fucking over the workers. Anyway, uh, yeah. he was upset with Walmart. A friend of Reynolds told the police, according to a probable cause affidavit filed in Lynn County. Uh, Reynolds had talked about setting a fire inside the store and even showed acquaintances a video of him mixing substances together in a dish that burst into flames, police allege. According to court documents, Reynolds sent a text message to his friend that on the day of the blaze. I scratched my itch. The message read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the night before, he had slept in his car in the Walmart parking lot, he told police, according to court records. In the morning, he entered the store, grabbed a bottle of pressed stone brake fluid, and began to wander for an extended length of time, the probable cause affidavit alleges, citing surveillance video. Reynolds can be seen repeatedly walking back and forth from the area where the fire started, courts, court records allege. Eventually, he goes to the checkout register and buys several items before leaving the store. He then ran into a friend in the parking lot, authorities said. There's going to be a fucking fire. There's going to be a fucking load of cops here in about 10, 15 minutes, Reynolds told the friend, according to police. It's going to be up in smoke. Firefighters and hazmat teams showed up moments later. He wasn't wrong. Reynolds remains lodged in the Lynn County Jail. A judge set his bail at $100,000. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. I understand having... $100,000 for $9 million worth of... Uh... Damaged yeah. property sounds good. To yeah, me. I mean, I mean, this is Walmart. You're lucky they didn't take you. Just say, hey, you know what? You are our slave now. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, which, which before it gets to very unfortunate, I believe the man is white. So, so before it get before it gets too, uh, yeah, he's a white guy. I just double checked the link. <laughs> so it's it's not too unfortunate. Oh, uh, but oh my god! Like I like I said. You know, and, and and we obviously do not condone shoplifting from Walmart, even though it's easy as fuck. But, you know, if you do and you get caught, you're either really unlucky or very stupid. You know, mm-hmm. it, it could be either one. Because I, I will admit I have had friends who have stolen from Walmart and nothing happened. Yeah. So, you know, I I'm too much of a wuss to even try. Which may be in my favor. Um, so, yeah. but yeah. yeah. So, and all this clusterfuck. Uh, who, who wants to take this one first? <laughs> oh shit! Um, God, you know, if you're really mad at Walmart, try setting their corporate offices on fire next time. <laughs> I mean, that would have been the logical thing for me. Yeah. I would have been like, man, I really hate Walmart. Like, I mean, if it were me, please don't actually do this now because then I will get in trouble. Yeah. Like, like you don't... You don't gain anything by this. Like, he he knew he was going to get caught afterwards. Especially with all the breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. he left around. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, why don't you be a little more sneaky about it and hurt people who are actually going to take a hit Yeah. instead of the people who are underpaid, don't make a living wage, and are now out of work? Yeah. Well, all they yeah. were for about 10 days. I, I think I think the story did say they're back open, so. Yeah. Really? After a chemical fire, though? Yeah. Mm. 
Must not have been that bad then. Yeah. I mean, they probably had to throw away literally everything in the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, every piece of product, I imagine. Oh, yeah. But, like, damn. Yeah. Just... I mean, if it was... I mean, if it was centralized... If the chemical core, for, for one of a better term, was centralized in within that aisle... I mean, yeah, the smoke and fumes might have done, but the um, parts per million, once you've had the water as well, probably wasn't that high. Mm-hmm. So, like, that aisle probably was quite um, toxic for a little while, but once the hazmat crews, you know, said, yay, it's okay, then I guess the rest of the store, whilst icky, not as dangerous, Yeah, maybe. I'm also assuming that with a fire going that uh, um, mm. sprinklers went off. Yeah, I, I think it said, I, I think it did mention that in the article, yeah. So yeah. that would have soaked everything mm-hmm. in the. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it would have gone over the whole store. Oh, it did. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I've had a friend who had a house fire and they couldn't live there for like four months. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so maybe they only lost ten days worth of work and nine million dollars worth of of product. Yeah. But yeah. um, like the people who are suffering for those days without work are the people who work there. Yeah. I. Yeah. I seriously doubt that Walmart is going to pay out people who aren't working. No, like, you know, because it's a lot of part time workers who don't make vacation and stuff like that. So it really sucks to be them. Yeah. And I have a relative, um, not my uncle, but my cousin's uncle, who uh, used to be a corporate lawyer for Walmart. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you by his 15 motorcycles that. if there is a lawsuit, Walmart wins. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, aside from that I and, and everything Kat said, I will say that I did act not from Asda, which is the UK um, Walmart, um, but I did accidentally steal from a supermarket once. I had an item that was a tagged item, and they detagged it for me, popped it on the thing, and I was like packing it with all my other stuff. It wasn't until I got home and checked the receipt that I realized, oh, I hadn't paid for that. Oops. <laughs> so, like, is that is that my fault or is that the cashier not paying attention? Um, and again, I don't endorse um, shoplifting, but sometimes it happens by accident. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad nobody was hurt. I'm glad they caught the guy. And given the fact that we've been making, we didn't start the fire jokes all, all the way through, this guy's called Joel. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. Uh, I think we have a title. There we go. It's in there somewhere. I will find it. (laughs) Oh, so now our last story, our last story for this week is one. I I hope to springboard into something that, that we can try and push for going forward among a lot of things we need to push for going forward. Um, So, this this one is talking about menstruation leave, which is very new is a new thing to me. Have either of you heard of it? No, I've heard of like period poverty where people can't afford pads or you know basic sanitary products, so they've had to take time off work or whatever. Right. But not like that they get paid for it. Right. Um, I've never heard of this, but I am intrigued. Okay, I figured yep, I figured y'all would. Uh, women women spend 3,000 days of their lifetime menstruating. However, in many countries, they are still deprived basic menstrual rights. 
These rights are not only limited to the use of sanitary napkins instead of cloths, but are also about those unbearable period cramps during the early days of the menstrual cycle. Uh. While two companies in, companies in India, Mumbai-based Culture Machine and digital marketing organization Gazupa, created a revolution of sorts by giving paid menstrual leaves their women employees. That's worded weirdly, but I think I but I think I got it. It is yet to become a trend mm-hmm. in the country. And even though there is a chance that sanitary napkins might actually become accessible to every woman in coming years, it is still difficult to assume when workplaces will understand the need for menstruation leaves. There are certain countries around the world that take women health, women's health seriously and provide them with menstrual leaves. As the world celebrates the Menstrual Hygiene Day, which happened in the past week, I didn't know this, but cool. Nope. Uh, we have a look at the countries that provide women with menstrual leaves, such as Japan. Japan was the first country to provide women with menstrual leaves. According to the 1947 Labor Standards, Labor Standards Law, women suffering from painful periods or whose job might be might exacerbate period pain are allowed a serikyuka, I, I hope I pronounced that right, uh, meaning physiological leave. Uh, the sleeve has been in place since just after World War II. So... Like, like if you're if you're a lady, if you're somebody with a uterus and still has periods, you go in and it feels like it just if it feels like something's about to burst out of your uterus and you don't and, and, and it's crippling you severely in Japan. Yeah, take a day off, take a couple of days off. If you need to um, Indonesia, even though there is a proper law which allows women to take two days of menstrual leave in a month, there are still certain companies that ignore this law. How much how much you want to bet those are American based companies? <clears throat> <laughs> Taiwan. In addition to the 30-day sick leave allotted to all workers, female workers are allowed to take three days of menstrual leave a year. However, this is after a recent amendment to the country's Act of Gender Equality and Employment. So there's a little bit give and take there. You know, mm. only three days of menstrual leave a year, but that's also tacked on to 30 days of sick leave. So that mm. that that's still, in, in my eyes, that's still kind of... Uh, fills up those requirements too. Um, South Korea. South Korea first granted menstrual leave in 2001. However, this policy of giving women menstrual leaves is seen as a form of discrimination towards men. As a result, many of Korea's men's rights activists are taking up the issue on behalf of Korean men and here and here the women are even paid out for unused menstruation leaves. And the man babies cry. Yeah. Why don't I have crippling problems that need <laughs> to take time off? Work? Oh, Where? oh, 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 Mr. MRA, you want to have a crippling problem that keeps you off of work? Here you go, boom, punch in the punch in the gut. <laughs> that'll that'll do it. Punch in the dick. That yeah. Yep. Dick, gut, balls, all uh, all around there. Uh, Zambia. In order to make labor market make the labor market friendlier to women, new laws were imposed which enabled women to have one day off per month. The interesting thing is that they don't even have to give an explanation for leaving. So mm-hmm. women can just say, nah, fuck you. I'm, I'm out for a month. I'm out. I'm out for a day. Just just go. Just bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and, oh God, I'm going to butcher a few of these names. I already feel it. China. Obviously, that's not the one I'm going to butcher. In China, Shangxi Province, Central Hubei Province, and Anhui Province of China. I don't know. How, how well did I do? 
somebody tell me somebody write no somebody idea. write in and tell me uh those provinces of china allow female employees to take one or two days off however there should be a valid certificate from a legal medical institute or a hospital uh, so what no. so it's like yeah i'm having my period okay take a couple of days off come back when your doctor says you're all cleared up like what what that I'm not going to my doctor for my period unless my period's abnormal. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I would imagine just just no. Uh so all of these other countries have at least something. They're going at least somewhat in the right direction. China still needs to catch up with the rest of them. Japan, they're pretty good. Taiwan, damn good. Uh Indonesia, damn good. Um North, South Korea, mm-hmm. fuck the MRAs in South Korea. Well, fuck MRAs in general. Um, Zambia? Hell yeah. China? Yeah, you need to work on it a little bit. Uh, Now, you'll notice neither America nor the UK were in this. What the fuck is our issue? Oh, wait. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I will say, um, before I get into my deeper thoughts, okay. that we have I, we have better um, sick leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can actually call in um, and say I'm not feeling too good. Right. And I'll, I'm still technically on, on probation, uh, although that time's up, so hopefully I'll get my meeting this week. Right. Um, but, yeah, we get, like, there are statutory, like, sick... It's not like a... a fixed day, like the 30-day the thing that one of the... Uh, is it, South Korea has. Yeah, it's you know, you, if you're ill, you can take time off, and if you're ill over a longer period, that's when you need to get a doctor's note and to explain. And then that's where, if need be, if it becomes a long-term sickness, then you you talk to maybe you talk to and see what can be done. Either if you have to stay or stick sick, or you know, work out what's going on. Yeah. So the fact that we don't necessarily have these sort of period days, it's kind of non inconsequential because if you know, you're having a bad day, you can just call up and say, "I'm I'm not feeling very well today. I apologize. Or I it came on the I, you know, um, and just say that they'll be like, "Oh, okay." And the most you'll get is the next day you're back at work. Oh, how are you? Are you feeling better? And if it's as I said, if you've been off for a longer period, then you know, here's you hand in your sick note to whoever you need to hand it into. Yeah. But so maybe yeah, the idea of having a specific day for a period. The reason we don't have it is because we don't need it. Okay, that's valid. I think I would say it's not just about like having PT uh, paid time off or something Mm. like that. Part of it is just recognizing that the the severity of symptoms for Mm. some people is deserving of time off. Because in the West, I think in actually probably most of the world, we don't want to talk about women's periods. Yeah. Like it is just this taboo topic that we ignore on on the whole, or or we make fun of and mock. Um, our cultures do anyway. Um, yeah. And and so the recognition of like, hey, we understand that this could be a problem, and we want to make sure that you know that we we care. We're going to give yeah. you two days off a month for this reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, be- because when I go into work while I'm on my period and I feel like shit, I could take a day off yeah. and I could just tell my boss, Hey, I don't feel well and not go into any further detail. Um, and, and that's fine. But you know, I work with nothing but guys. Yeah. There's like the girl in my office and then guys. 
So, like, I don't really have anybody I can talk to about how I feel on certain days for certain reasons. Mm. They wouldn't even come close to understanding. And I always feel like I've got to prove myself and power through my period pain and cramps and goddamn fucking anemia. All kinds of... it's, It's a nasty time, guys, for a lot of people. That time of the month is just a shitty time. And and a lot of people, especially here who like work part-time jobs who don't have paid time off are going to take a hit if they don't, Mm. you know, because they can't get off work for it or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of just a nasty situation that we're in. But as a whole, our cultures don't want to talk about it because then men would have to recognize, once again, have to recognize women as people who can experience pain and they can't wrap their minds around it, so it must not be real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I should qualify, clarify, sorry, that um, whether or not that time off we get is paid is dependent on the company. Right. But, like I said, nobody would question, you know, if you need to take time off, you need to take time off. Yeah. Um... But to Kat's point, I kind of got reminded, and this is at school, um, I didn't know the young man um, personally, I think he was a couple of years below me. Um, I'd probably put him at 11, 12, um, given his size and how old I was at the time. So this young young man <clears throat> had a bottle of Cherry Aid, mm-hmm. and he and his young friends, and he was spilling it, and he had it between his legs, and he was, he was spilling it, and he was like, I'm having my period! And he was just being a li- weird little shit thing. But then... As I'm thinking about it, I said, okay, so he was being a, a bit of a weirdo and probably a little bit sexist in a, a, a very juvenile way. Yeah. At the same time, he gets the basic mechanics. <laughs> he gets it's a red fluid that comes out between your legs. Yeah. So That's better than some people get. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and as he grew up and matured, and I, I assume he's um, a reasonably nice young man now, that, you know... He has a better understanding and sympathy, and, and it's like, yes. Whilst his understanding was, again, I, as I said, I think he was much more than 11 or 12. So he had that kind of understanding. Yeah. He had an understanding. <laughs> I think here in the States, at least, you would, if you wanted to take a day off because you were cramping really bad or something, you would have to be using your sick leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because as soon as, it's, it's like what's happening with South Korea, as soon as you try and give women an edge because of this thing that they go through, you're going to have men complaining, Yeah. That, well, why do women get special treatment? And then you're starting to look at, well, are women more unhirable because they're going to require extra sick days? It, it's it, To me, it's sort of like the, the whole idea where people won't hire women who like young women because they're worried about that young woman getting pregnant and missing Mm. work. Um, (sighs) So why hire this, this young woman um, who's going to need more time off because of her period or whatever. um, When I could just hire a guy who won't need that time. off. So as soon as you start framing it as uh, Mm. women need something extra, then you see a bunch of men freaking out over something that, Frankly, most women handle on their own just fine. There's a yeah. lot of women out there whose needs are quite a bit more because of stuff like endometriosis mm-hmm. and anemia and other reasons mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, most women who have entered the working pool, they know what the fuck they're doing at this yeah. point. Yeah. 
to, to twist a cliche, um, not all women. I don't get. I, I get a little bit um, tummy achy, a little bit, you know, aware it's happening, and I get kind of eh. But then I um, usually resort to the most fun solution that helps with cramp and get on with the rest of my life. There you go. <laughs> and for those, for those of you who aren't aware, yes, that's masturbation. And yes, it does work. At least it works for me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, that's one of the things I've heard over the years. So, you know, I mean, do whatever works for you. Yeah. And not but all it, women get periods yeah. because not all women have the same genetic mm-hmm. functions as others yeah. you have trans women um yeah. i have a friend who uh has a genetic disorder that just means she can't have children and like mm. does that suck yeah, yeah. but yeah. um you know as soon as you again like as soon as you frame it and that women might need special treatment then mm. women start to become more unhirable in the eyes of yeah potential employers and then that hurts women so i think it's it it sucks that we can't talk about this more openly without subjecting ourselves to more (laughs) discrimination than women already Mm -hmm. face but um you know i wish it is something that we could talk about without running into a wall yeah 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 i think i've said i mean like my feelings are a little bit more complicated in the sense that kind of um, the way Kat was saying it does make a kind of discrimination that you're like pe- people will suddenly notice they're taking the same day round about the same week every month and even if they're not saying that's what they're taking the day off you know people aren't that stupid yeah. but they could be like ooh she's, she's got her auntie in and she, she's got is it, is it shark week again or you know whatever shit so there, there is that potential but you know, I guess that's if you're introducing it as a new thing. If it's a thing they've been having, like, say, Japan's been having it since the war, then, you know, maybe the stigma just does die away. Yeah. And it's not a problem anymore. Yeah. And we just, you know, the, the, these these companies, these hiring companies, people working in hiring departments, whatever, just get over yourselves. Women women <laughs> have things they deal with that men don't. And, and yes, and, and, and yes, vice versa, too, obviously. We guys and and mm. to to be fair, you know, cis guys, because that's my experience. You know, we don't have to deal with periods. We don't have to deal with that. We don't have to deal with the possibility of getting pregnant. You know, yep. but our junk is also kind of dangling between our legs. It's not all mostly up inside, like women's do. So you know, not 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 the most even of comparison. But the point of the whole point of the matter is, we each have our own things that we have to deal with with our own bodies, and what's yeah. wrong with accommodating for all of them? Even if women have one or two extra things that they have to deal with that we men don't. So you know, mm. I mean, it's like there's nothing wrong with accommodating for it. Oh, she might get pregnant. So what? What? She 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 may not get pregnant. She might just be a sex repulsed asexual. There are women out there who are like yeah. that. That is fine. And and but but what if she what if she has a really heavy float? Then you know what? A good a good idea would be to have the materials there. Because there are women who go out and for whatever reason they forget, oh shit, it's that close to my period. I forgot my supplies because things you know, accidents happen. Have something there. Things aren't that regular, guys. Things are not regular yeah. all the time. Always. There is also that. But but still, regular, not regular, doesn't matter. Have something there to say, hey, you know what? You're having this issue. 
here's 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 this you know mm-hmm. i i would almost go as far to say here have like some like just spare leggings or whatever i i say leggings but like mm-hmm. pants whatever but i don't know if that yeah. crosses a line if it doesn't great if it does okay <laughs> i don't know and and bear in mind the, the this these are the kind of things that are coming out of my brain and cis guy here so you know so <laughs> take that with a grain of salt I, I may be in the right direction i may not be who knows um Actually, as you're saying all that, I've just realised our workplace doesn't have a sanitary machine. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think ours. Well, my dad, my dad runs an insurance agency. I don't think we do. But then again, and and he hires almost exclusively women, at least the main one. We 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 recently opened up another one in the other town, and don't know what their uh, dynamic is yet. But I'm pretty sure that they're pretty. You know, they're pretty on the ball about it and have something. And if nothing else, we're a small town. Drugstore is like maybe a two-minute drive, if that. Yeah. So so it, it's not as much of a thing. It would be cool, and once I take over, I will make sure that that gets in there. But, you know, because yeah. even in a small town, I'm, I'm pretty sure it would be appreciated. I, I, I'm almost yeah. certain. Um, but, yeah, um, final thoughts on this. Uh cat um god just you know recognize that women are people and that women have needs or you know some women um are are have stuff it's um this has been i'm just gonna derail for a second here but (laughs) this is like a topic that we were talking about this week at work about how offices are always kept at perfect male temperature so that the guys are never too hot or too cold while the women it's literally like 90 degrees outside which for um anybody outside of the united states it's really fucking hot outside yeah (laughs) it's really fucking hot outside um, and then inside is 69 degrees, and every single woman has on a sweater, a blanket, and has a heater running. Mm. Um, so, and, and, and then the men are all just, like, fine. And they don't give a shit that we're all dying. <laughs> um, so, like, please just recognize that women's bodies are different and that that's not a bad thing. It's just different. And that um, sometimes you have to work a little bit harder um, to to um, to get out of the the scope that um, male is normal. That what what is normal for men should be normal for everybody. And if we could just get past that, that uh, as um, man as default, basically, yeah. if we could get past man as default for everybody then we could pay a little bit more attention to you know like if you're in a workplace if you're not making sure that every employee is being treated equally and is there having a good time and and you know like doing their best if you're not if you're not there to accommodate your employees equally and in one of those things being making sure that if a woman is having a really shitty time with her period that she gets to be able to take off some some work yeah then, like, you're not taking care of your employees. If you're only taking care of the male employees, then you're not taking care of all of your employees. Yeah. yeah. I can agree. Uh, how about you, Michelle? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, for the rest of the world, 90 degrees F is 32 degrees centigrade, which, yeah, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> uh, for just 
we are currently in England, according to my phone app, at 24 degrees, and that's in the evening when, like, although 18, sorry, just refreshed. That's in the evening with the sundown. Um, so, yeah, 32 is hot. Yeah. Um, uh, but also, pretty much everything as, as above. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to get into another sort of big tangent. I have complicated feelings on feminism. I, the short version is I don't truck with modern feminism because not all of modern feminism agrees with my philosophy. Right. But my philosophy is, and this is the short version, my philosophy is if a woman wants to go out and be a ball buster, excellent, go out and be a ball buster. If you want to stay home and like raise the kids or just you know keep a nice house or, or work from home, whatever you want to do, that's cool too. If you want to be a teacher, be a teacher. If you want to go out every single night and get some, as long as you're happy, healthy and safe, have fun. Yeah. And there are, and I've encountered um, like online feminists or whatever that said, oh, you know, I, 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 for my personal part, I said that I'm a cum a bitch, and I like the term cum a bitch because I think it's hilarious. Um, and they said, oh, have some self respect. And that was like, that happened to me. But the idea that, oh, well, if you're not, if you're not just a ball buster, if you're not breaking the glass ceiling and doing all this stuff, then you're not doing it correct. That's the kind of feminism I have a problem with. My thing is um, equity. You know, I, have you seen the graphic where you've got like the tall guy, the middle-sized guy, and the short guy, and the, there's three equal-sized boxes between yeah. them? Equality, for those of you who haven't seen it, equality is you give each of them a box. The short guy still can't see over the fence. Equity is you don't give the tall guy a box, you give the shortest guy two boxes, the middle guy one box, and everyone can see over the fence. Yeah. So that's kind of where I kind of think. It's like, yeah, sometimes... If qualified, the most qualified person for the job is the het white dude, that's who you hire. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yes, um, it's cool. Um, yeah, if people, if women are having issues, they should be able to take the day off and say, look, I need to take the time off without question, without stigma. Right. And it is cool that they, these are countries and companies that do that. And if, I think the article said that there are companies within the country where it's law that are ignoring it, they should get sorted out because that's not right yeah but yeah basically uh, again everything everything is above and like in our workplace we actually have the door open if we need it because it can be quite warm so the temperature regulation is kind of a debate between whoever's like closest to the door if they're feeling the chill they tend to shut it It, it's kind of thing because it's one of those big um shutter doors you know like for the deliveries and that usually like just bring it like a couple of feet off the ground is you get enough of a breeze that everyone's quite comfortable. Um, so yeah, um, I, I I'm now wondering. I think should I talk to someone about this, the fact we don't have a sanitary um, dispenser, or I haven't found it yet. Hmm. Um, but otherwise, yeah, um, respect women. You know, we know they are human beings, um, but don't whine about it if someone has to take a day off because they got you know having a bad cramp day because that shit happens thankfully it doesn't happen to me but it happens yeah and if someone was taking a day off because they're not got cramp they have my sympathy oh yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) oh so that that is gonna be it for the show for this week uh you know you guys heard me ramble 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 a lot this week wow um but yeah so uh 
we're get, like I said, we're gonna get out of here. Cat, if we wanted to find you on the social media, where could we find you? Oh, check me out on Twitter at LabyrinthCat and Facebook.com slash NerdistCat. And if you want to listen to my other shows, I do What the Fuck with Josh Hadley on 1201beyond.com. And you can also hear me on Nerd to the Third Power, which is on YouTube and iTunes. And we may have some really cool special content coming up. Ooh, cool. We're still working out the, the details, but we've got some fun stuff planned. So stay tuned. Nice. And if we wanted to find you, Michelle, where could we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and YouTube. Um, it's Phoenix Eleven P H E O N I X One One, and I, I recently uploaded some unboxings, which are fun and people seem to enjoy them. And uh, yeah, so uh, feel free to check that out. Thank Sweet. You. And if you want to find me on the social medias, let's make sure I can actually get this particularly straight this week. Uh, you can find me on the Twitters, the Tumblers, the Instagrams, and my main YouTube channel at Gomer Two One Double X. And if, the, and if that doesn't work on YouTube, just look up Gomer the Ranting Thespian really easily. Uh, this show itself also has a YouTube channel. Just look for Thespian Talk. Uh, it also should be linked on my main channel under uh, other suggested channels, I think. Uh, but if not, Thespian Talk will do that. And if you're looking for Thespian Talk on your favorite podcast of choice, uh, just you, you can type it in and you, might, you should be able to find it. But if not, RTG Podcast Network, that is where all of my podcasts are going to be going from here on out. Right now is just this one uh, as we get other things situated with other podcasts that I may want to do, may not want to do. Well, you know, all that's going to be getting figured out in time. Um, and the original stream that I had I say stream, the original feed that I had for Thespian Talk, that's going to be going kind of away because I, I use Anchor to upload everything, which is the main place where you can find all of these shows, uh, all of these audio shows, the audio versions, um, anchor.fm. Just look for RTG Podcast Network, and there you go. Uh, you can also find Thespian Talk on Twitter at Thestalk Show, which is up, which is where I'm going to update like you know, show yeah, you know, like when show is getting recorded, when I need questions or what have you, and it's a good interactive thing. And also, there is a Thespian Talk Discord, which I mentioned earlier. Thank you, Scolapendra, for sending in that news story. That 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 is actually one of the best things about the Discord right there. You just send them in right there, bam. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, and that link it should be a permanent link. That uh, should be pinned to the Thespian Talk Twitter as well. So it should be that should be there. If it's not, I'll make sure it is. Um, and of course, other stuff that I do, you can always find all of this easiest way to find it and listen to it and watch it all. RTGomer.com. We even have a little newsletter thing. You can put your email in and you get things as they update, whether it be from me, whether it be from Mikey Gleason, whether it be from the diva, whoever, uh, it gets updated. Boom. You get it in your inbox and it's pretty damn sweet. Uh, and it's also a guaranteed way to keep up with this show in particular because Anchor, for whatever reason, they, they kind of drag ass when getting when distributing episodes out to podcast services. But the YouTube video, the YouTube version, always there, 7 p.m. Central Time every Monday. Oh, so yeah. With that, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Take care, everybody. And until next time, this is Gomer, the Ranting Thespian, with the Cat and Michelle... Signing off.